to the $100 MBA show. And today is a Q&A weekend's episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us over at support at businessrepublic.net. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. On today's Q&A weekend's episode, we have a question from Sue. And Sue asks... How did you come up with the pricing for your SaaS Webinar Ninja? SaaS stands for Software as a Service. And yes, Webinar Ninja is a software as a service business. And Sue's asking, how did we come up with those prices? What's the method? What's the procedure that brings you to that point where you say, yes, these are the prices I will set it for? At Webinar Ninja, we have both monthly and annual prices. I'm actually going to go through exactly how we come up with this decision. We literally open up a spreadsheet and we put in certain numbers to come up with these prices. These are just not prices that come out of thin air. So let's get into it. I'll answer today's question and hopefully help others set their prices as well. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by SumoMe. Do you want an easy app to grow your business, to help grow your traffic, get people to share things on social media, collect email addresses of the visitors that come to your website, and a whole lot more? Then you got to check out Suomi. And Suomi installs on every website, and it powers over half a million websites around the world, including ours. Get Suomi free forever over at 100mba.net slash Suomi. Again, that's 100mba.net slash Suomi. So Sue's question is specific to SaaS products. And with a SaaS product, there's reoccurring charges. Now, the reason why SaaS products have become so popular is because it allows people to have access to software that normally would be very expensive to purchase outright. So instead, they pay a smaller amount, either monthly or annual, to have access to it. The software lives in the cloud so they can access it as long as they have a browser. And that's exactly what we do with Webinar Ninja. And it's not revolutionary. People have been doing this for years now. Uh, There's a lot of software that has transitioned off a one-time fee to a SaaS product. One of the most well-known one is Adobe. Their suite of software, whether it's Photoshop or Premiere or InDesign, it's all now in the cloud and they have a monthly fee for their software. But Sue's asking, how did we come up with the pricing of our software, both monthly and annual prices? So the first thing we do is we start with a spreadsheet. We start with a Google Docs sheet. And the first thing you have to do with any business, whether it's a SaaS business or not, but especially if it's a SaaS business, is you have to put down your reoccurring charges. How much does it cost you to run this software for each user? You have to start with the cost because, of course, you have to make a profit in business. You can't charge less than the cost. So that's where we start. Now, with Webinar Ninja... We're webinar software. We use a new technology in webinar software called WebRTC. And with WebRTC, you're actually connecting with an individual stream from the actual host of the webinar, broadcasting it individually to each attendee. Now, the reason why I'm going through all this technical jargon is so you understand that it costs us money every time somebody attends a webinar because we have to actually create a new stream. This technology is very, very advanced It's really cool. It's super live. But because it's so new, it's not cheap. But we're willing to pay for it because we know the experience is fantastic. So this is where we start. We find out how much will it cost for each person to do a webinar. Now, we don't charge per webinar. We charge per month. But we have to average out. 
how many webinars on average do our existing users do? And we go from there. Now with webinar software, for our software, the cost will vary depending on how many attendees are on their webinar. And that's why our prices are dependent on attendees. So we have different plans. We have four plans, a starter plan, a pro, a plus, a power, starting with 100 attendees all the way to 1,000 attendees. So we calculate the cost of how much it would cost us if somebody were to run the average number of webinars with 100 attendees, and we put that into the equation. Now, it's not only the cost of technology. We have the cost of support. We have a customer support staff. We have the cost of development. We have the cost of web hosting. It costs a lot of money to host these programs on servers. Even though they're cloud-based, it's a lot of database. There's a lot of information. There's a lot going on. It requires a lot of power. So then we factor all these costs in, and we say, for a member, for one member to run an average number of webinars with X amount of attendees, it will cost us X amount of dollars. And that's a starting point. We know we cannot charge less than that. So that's your starting point. You have to know where you cannot charge less than. And that's your total costs per user. Now, your costs might be different. They might be lower. They might be higher. They might vary. But you need to figure that out and put it down on paper on your screen in a spreadsheet. Now, you might be thinking, what about competition? How do I stay competitive? Well, I'm not a big believer that you have to always compete on price. You have to be reasonably priced or competitively priced, but where does the price actually come from? People buy based on the value they're getting. If you're offering a lot more value, a lot more when they experience your product, your SaaS, than the competitor, then you can charge more. And it's justified because they're getting more. I mean, in my field, the prices range dramatically. There's softwares that can cost you five, six, seven thousand $7,000 a year, and there's some that cost hundreds a year. But you better believe that there is a difference in value between those two, but in those range. Now, it's not saying the most expensive is always going to be the best, but don't shortchange yourself. When it comes to pricing, you got to price at a reasonable price that's filled with value. Now, for us, the way we quantify value in quotations, right, is we answer the question, what will our customer get out of this experience? If it's easy for our customers to create a webinar and they do one webinar at the scale of their plan every month, will they get that much money value back? Now, for us, we want to go at least tenfold. So, for example, let's say they go with a starter plan, which is $45 a month. If they run one webinar with the starter plan, which is up to 100 attendees, will they get $450 worth of value? In my opinion, I think at least minimum they'll have that kind of value. Just getting 100 attendees to your webinar, and even if your show up rate is great at 50%, that's 200 registrants. Do you know how much it would cost you with paid advertising to get 200 qualified leads? A whole lot more than 450. Now, not only do you get the leads, but if even if you sold one or two or three units of your product and your product averages around $200, you already made a tremendous profit on your $45 investment. So I always try to shoot to give our customers at least 10 times the value that they're paying. You got to look at your own business, your own SaaS, and see what you offer and see what's the ROI for your customer. So not only do I want to be profitable, meaning I know my costs and it's got to be more than my costs, but I also need to make sure the price is not too high so I can hit that 10x value mark. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Ruby Receptionist. How do you feel about the experience your customers have when they call your business? Is it a wow experience? How do you think they feel about it? The truth is, all those answering services are the same. 
And in order to truly wow your callers with the best service possible, you've got to check out Ruby Receptionist. They're the virtual receptionist service with a five-star Yelp rating, whose dedicated staff have been handpicked for their outstanding people skills. Just forward your existing business phone number to Ruby's super-friendly team of professionals and prepare to be amazed. They'll think the receptionist is right there in your office giving outstanding service. Instead, they're in Ruby's state-of-the-art facility in Portland, Oregon. Guys, this is like having a model full-time employee for the fraction of the price. Their prices are incredibly low. I was astonished when I saw their pricing. There's only one way to guarantee your callers a five-star experience, and that's with Ruby. Hurry to callruby.com slash business to get free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com slash business. I want to leave off today's Q&A weekend's question with some pieces of advice. One, I say this all the time, prices are not set in stone, but I know your question is asking, where do you start? And this is where I start. Cost as well as 10xing the value for my customer. The second piece of advice I want to give you is don't shortchange yourself. Price yourself at a price you deserve. If you're giving people tremendous value, then you should ask for a reasonable price if that value is there. Three, be confident with your product. Give a free trial. Give a money-back guarantee if you don't have a trial. Allow people to try it out and see how they can get a win with your product. They get a taste of it and love it. They'll have no problem paying a reasonable price, the price that you set. People want solutions, and if your product is a solution, they'll go for it. All right, guys. I hope you loved today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you, Sue. Remember, if you have a question, ask us over at support at businessrepublic.net, or you can send me a tweet on Twitter. The Omar Zenhome is my handle. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Our pricing at Webinar Ninja has changed over the years. We had different plans, different promotions. We had different uh, frequencies, monthly, yearly. We did it all. And we experimented. And we are learning the sweet spot of our prices. So don't be afraid to experiment. If you feel uncomfortable with pricing your product where it should be, a little higher, then start low. And then move up as you feel more comfortable with the value you're giving your customers. Always grandfather in your customers, meaning that those who paid a price at the start, they still pay that price even when you raise the price for new customers. All right, I hope that helps, and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.